Welcome to the Resources for Integrated Care webinar, Tools to Support Clients with Self-Management. This podcast is excerpted from a webinar presented live on July 26, 2017. This webinar is presented by the Lewin Group in collaboration with SAMHSA HRSA Center for Integrated Health Solutions and is supported through the Medicare-Medicaid Coordination Office at the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. MMCO is dedicated to ensuring beneficiaries enrolled in Medicare and Medicaid have access to seamless, high-quality health care that includes the full range of covered services in both programs. To support providers in their efforts to deliver more integrated, coordinated care, MMCO is developing technical assistance and actionable tools based on successful innovations in care models. To learn more about current efforts and resources, please visit our website or follow us on Twitter for more details. Our Twitter handle is at integrate underscore care. In this podcast, Larry Fricks, Deputy Director for the Centers for Integrated Health Solutions, provides an overview of the Whole Health Action Management, or WAM, model. WAM was designed for behavioral health peer workforce by SAMHSA HRSA Center for Integrated Health Solutions. That was our original um, uh, focus group, but we've expanded it now so really, uh, it's for all peers who want to support other peers. So overall, um, WAM training is a peer-led intervention to activate whole health self-management to create, sustain new health behaviors. There's a quote here from Socrates that sums up uh, sort of a, a major tenet of WAM, and that is the secret of change is to focus all of your energy not on fighting the old, but on building the new. Uh, that's what we believe. Um, you know, change is more likely when focus is on adding something new and positive in our life, rather than old, rather than end an old negative habit. So don't focus on bad habits. That gives us habits power. Next slide, please. So included in the two-day WAM training are two trainers, all, all materials to implement WAM. That's a participant manual, weekly action plan booklet, implementation manual, and a link to all the training handouts. And you get ongoing um, technical assistance, and you become part of a WAM national listserv. Next slide, please. So um, Dr. Judith Cook is studying uh, WAM uh, from the University of Illinois in Chicago. She also studied uh, RAP, and uh, Matthew may talk about that. But um, these are the five keys and also the fidelity uh, that, that, we, uh, that we give to WAM. Uh, first is a person-centered goal focused on 10 science-based whole health and resiliency factors. Second is a weekly action plan that breaks the goal into small, achievable successes. Third is a daily, weekly personal log. Four is a one-to-one -one peer support. And five is a weekly WAN peer support group. Next slide, please. So when we uh, created WAM, we needed to, you know, everything needed to be science-based. So we partnered with the organization called the Benson Henry Institute for Mind-Body Medicine at Massachusetts General Hospital. And uh, Herbert Benson is famous for a thing called the relaxation response. And so these 10 are stress management, healthy eating, physical activity, restful sleep, 
service to others, support network, optimism based on positive expectations, cognitive skills to avoid negative thinking, spiritual beliefs and practices, and a sense of meaning and purpose. And let me just say that um, uh, it's, it, it looks like uh, there's mounting evidence that a support network may be the most important health factor in a person's life. And of course, peer support's all about a support network. So, um, you know, it's, it's really good to know that in addition to helping us recover um, from mental illness and addiction, it's also a huge health factor. Um, next slide, please. So these are the skills that you should uh, take away from the WAM training. Um, engage in person-centered planning to identify strengths and supports and 10 science-based whole health and resiliency factors. Uh, write a whole health goal using the impact process. We'll go over impact in just a minute. Create and log a weekly action plan. Participate in peer one-to-one -one and peer support groups to create new health habits. Next slide, please. These are the uh, other skills. Engage in cognitive skills to avoid negative thinking. Know basic whole health prevention screenings and how to prepare for them. Use shared decision-making skills for more engaging meetings with doctors. And elicit the relaxation response to manage stress. Next slide, please. So um, we created this, uh, this uh, six steps for, for creating your goal called IMPACT. And a goal is something we want and are willing to work for. We do the work because of the benefits that come from accomplishing the goal. It's the potential benefits that motivate us to act. Um, and we need to create a whole health goal that's concise, easy to review, and will ultimately lead to success in creating new health habits. So when we create goals, we take them through these six steps. And if we can check them all off, then we feel like it's, it's ready to uh, uh, to break down into weekly action plans, and also lined up for peer support. So the I is for improve. Does accomplishing the goal improve the quality of my life and resiliency? M is for measurable. Is the goal objectively measurable as I know I've accomplished it? For something to be measurable, it usually has to state an amount, how much, how often, or how many one wants, then positively stated, this is very important. As I said earlier, people are much more likely to add something new and positive in their life than to end a negative old habit. So is it positively stated as something new I want in my life? Is it more motivating to work toward getting something that you want than focus on something that you want to get rid of, avoid, or change? And then achievable. Is it achievable for me in my present situation or with my current abilities? If you do not think your goal is achievable within the given time frame, you can either lower the scope or change the time frame. And then does it call forth actions, things that you can do on a weekly basis? Does it specify actions that I can take on a regular basis to create healthy habits or a healthier lifestyle? A goal is something you want to achieve over a period of time, therefore there are actions you can take to achieve your goal, and then time limited. Uh, when do I plan to accomplish my goal? Um, and so um, these are the six steps, and uh, we do uh, suggest uh, a time of eight weeks because, you know, when we do the training, we recommend an eight-week WAM group, 
Um, but, you know, you can vary on that. Next slide, please. So um, let's just say, and this, this is actually my goal. Um, I, have, I have started walking again. And I've, in two months, I'd like to be able to, to do a 5K walk. And um, so that meets the impact, career, uh, you know, um, requirements. So week one, I'm going to walk how much for a mile, how often, three days, when in the evenings, and a confidence scale of eight. And the confidence scale is, is zero to ten. Zero is no confidence. Ten is absolute confidence. And what we, uh, what we teach is that you need to be at a level of seven or higher. And if, you don't, if you're not at a seven or higher, you can do less of it. You can get peer support. You can brainstorm um, to overcome the barriers. And uh, so that's, uh, it's very important to be successful, no matter how small it is. You know, I could put, you know, the, uh, you know, the first week is to walk an eighth of a mile. Uh, and the main thing is that I succeed and I feel good about it, and it's sort of psychological. It gives me confidence. Um, next slide. Um, and, and any information you need, Sarah Flintspack at the National Council is the coordinator, and that's how to reach her. 